This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. And we're back for another episode of Sports and Corks. I'm Emily Cornell. And I'm Emily Jarenka. And this is Sports and Corks. We're just going to jump right into the week three of college football. A lot of exciting games. Yeah, definitely. What was uh, your favorite game to watch from this past weekend? Um, so I really saw a lot of the Maryland-Syracuse game. And wow, um, it was all I could say through a lot throughout all of it. Like I started it kind of late in the first quarter and I was like, oh, like this should be a good game. It's an earlier game, but like it's probably the best one on TV right now. And then Maryland just would not let up. Like it's they hit the gas and they were like, no, you don't get to score. Um, so it was a fun game to watch. Um, and then I watched the Wyoming game at Texas State and that was significantly less fun to watch because Wyoming almost lost to Texas State. Um, So that was not a good time to be a fan. What was your favorite game of the weekend? Uh, Well, I was going to say when I was kind of keeping an eye on the score of that Wyoming game, I was like, I hope Emily is taking deep breaths (laughs) because if not, I'm going to be concerned. Um, What was I guess I would say my favorite game of the weekend was CU Nebraska just because, um, well, first of all, I did not watch the first half because I was at the Denver Food and Wine Festival. And um, I'm very glad that I did not watch that first half because it sounds like it was not really that fun to watch unless you're a Nebraska fan, I guess. Um, But just, I don't know. It was just an exciting game. Um, Entertaining. It didn't have like I wasn't super invested in it, I guess, which made it more entertaining because it wasn't extremely stressful. Yeah. Um, You know, so, yeah, I think that was my favorite game of the weekend. Um, My brother lives in Seattle, and he went to the Washington Cal game. Ooh. And uh, (laughs) it didn't start until 1130 local time. So he said he only stayed for, like, the first quarter or something, but they had a big lightning delay. And then I woke up the next morning, and I was like, ah, I should check that score, see what happened there. I'm sure Washington won, you know, whatever. Just had this little feeling, though. And then I looked at the score, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I had to do a double take for that one. I was like, wait, Cal, like, I've watched Cal. Cal's one of the weaker teams in the Pac-12. And then, nope, they beat Washington. And it was, wow. Yeah, don't, obviously didn't watch it because it didn't start until 1230 Mountain Time. So, um. Yeah, no, that was one thirty Central yeah. Time. So I was out on that game, dog. <laughs> Definitely out on that. Like, I caught a little bit of the Texas LSU game because that happened at a normal time yeah. in my time zone. And I saw the last five minutes of 
the la- of the of the game and was just shocked to yeah. see. That was a fun game to watch too. That's probably that's definitely my that was my second favorite. It was game. the most watched game of the weekend. Um yeah, and I, mean, I was kind of surprised. I was like, really? "Oh, I'm Yeah, I don't know. I I know that people like watching Texas and LSU, but I feel like enough people regionally don't like the SEC. Enough people across the country just don't like Texas because uh, you know, Texas fans can be a little rowdy. And so I kind of expected more people to be watching the AM Clemson game that was I from what I have read, um <laughs> Clemson just owned AM in that game. Yeah, the score was not indicative of the actual play. <laughs> um it, the score made it seem a lot closer than it was. But uh poor one out for the Pac twelve this <laughs> weekend because uh, you know, they're beating themselves really is what's happening uh you know washington was ranked 14th lost to cal at home woof uh and then stanford was ranked 23rd and they got throttled by usc lost 25 points um so yeah well (laughs) it's a good thing hawaii's leading the pac-12 you know they're they're pulling it down they they haven't lost to a pac-12 team yet and yeah. um we'll see know. what happens uh this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping they, they continue on having a good good season because they gotta represent West Coast sports well and Hawaii is definitely doing it. Um and speaking of West Coast sports and the Pac twelve, um, Oregon. <laughs> I <laughs> when I saw that they just like aired out Nevada. I was a little surprised. I was like, I thought Nevada was like good. And I guess Oregon was like, no, we did not come to play after that Auburn game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That score was something else. Good day to be a Ducks fan, I guess. Uh, Yeah. My friends that are Ducks fans here in Austin, they were like, it was awesome. And they're like, the team's young. So like this they can be good for so long and i'm like oh good well someone in the pac-12 has to be good who's actually in the pac-12 yeah that had me thinking that game i was like feeling for the poor graphics person because i was like do they have to are, are they posting a graphic for every single touchdown because this poor person is probably losing their mind i'm assuming they didn't that would be a lot of content but i don't know might have to go look at their twitter feed they might have did you see on their twitter feed so oregon for some background information before every game they do a cute little like video um of like the mascot doing something to harass the like opponent's mascot and um this one was it themed and like the duck (laughs) (laughs) is like he's just like standing there with uh balloons in front of his face and a like wolf walks up and looks terrified and it's all like super it's kind of campy because it's like it's yeah. cartoonish and it's very simple because like the graphics team doesn't have time to do this like super detailed nice thing when it's like a 30 second video but so it's super fun that they do it and this one it was good it was fun it was uh they tied in pop culture so shout out to Oregon <laughs> yeah I always love a good scary movie. That was definitely a good tie-in with what 
what's out there in terms of pop culture right now with that movie. So props to them. They're always doing the most. They truly are when it comes to content. Oregon yes. is crushing it. Always. So what is, uh, what's your game of the week for this coming weekend? So this coming weekend, I don't know how I became an Iowa State fan. Well, I do. One of my friends went there and told me I was an Iowa State fan. Um, so now here I am rooting for them. And I don't get any of the like inside or even in-state joke stuff, but I still like it. And I'm like, yes, this rivalry is such a big deal. And I so this week, that's my game of the week is the Iowa Iowa State game. Um, I think both teams have they look I, I take that back. Iowa has played fairly strong. Iowa State is going to get it together. I have faith in Matt Campbell and his team. Um, and so I think it'll be a good, we'll see good football on both sides. How about you? What's your game of the week? Well, I guess I'm going to just drop the names of two games, I guess, because I think on paper, Iowa, Iowa State would probably be the game of the week. Um, so these these games of the week could be hot takes, but they're not my hot take for the week. So uh, the first one is Hawaii and wa- at Washington. Uh, I don't think Washington would lose back-to-back games at home, um, but you know Hawaii is undefeated against the Pac-12, so um, Washington is favored by twenty and a half points, which is pretty significant. But uh, we'll see what happens with that game. I'll just, you know, definitely keep an eye on the score. The other one is um, Florida at Kentucky. So Kentucky's not ranked, but they've they won their first two games. Um, have kind of been on the rise, I guess, in terms of college football the past couple of years. Um, they're not terrible <laughs> by any means. Uh, and Florida's only favored by eight points in that game, and Florida's ranked ninth in the country. So. Um, you know, maybe that one will be close. We'll see. Could be a total blowout as well. But those are kind of my two games to keep an eye on this week. I think those are solid choices for games. Um, definitely, we might see an upset in the Florida game. And then Hawaii, again, they're leading the Pac-12. So who's to say they won't continue on against Washington? Who's to say, honestly? I would love it if they just continued to just cause chaos and Washington lost to them. That'd be hilarious, I think. It would be fun. I think our Washington um, listeners would not appreciate Washington losing. (laughs) But um, sorry, friends. Um, It would be be a big deal if Hawaii won that game. Yeah. Um, So you said like they were kind of your hot takes, but they weren't your hot takes of the (laughs) week. What's your hot take of the week? Um, my hot take of the week is that people who use regards as their email signature are terrible human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were talking about this at work and I literally, I looked up the definition of regards and it doesn't like, you have to have a modifier in front of it. You have to have best or warm or something regards as just a word as your signature is not proper English first of all second of all it is rude (laughs) regards there's nothing more cold than regards comma like that's I that's a hill I will die on I just really am not in favor of people using that as their email signature use anything else please 
That's fair. If you email us um, at sportsandcorks at gmail.com, um, please don't sign off with regards. No, a nice best comma or warm regards is great. Best regards, also fine. Thanks, exclamation point. Just something <laughs> cheery. <laughs> something yeah. happy. That's fair but because emails already kind of come off a little cold. Exactly. Because, yeah. So a best could turn your or not best. A regards could turn your email passive aggressive real quick. Yeah. So, so that's my hot take. And your like uh English lesson, how regards is not proper English. So it's not. We're we're helping people. Yeah. You're saving lives here. Oh yes. Very important work <laughs> we're doing. <laughs> Um, what's your hot take of the week okay so post malone people just they love his music and i'm like i just if i hear another post malone song on the radio i'm gonna throw something because (laughs) every other song is post malone and he sounds like sad but also offensive (laughs) and i'm just like because like rap music right like often there's like Things that are said that you would not say in, like, any type of polite company. But that's, like, how the music is. And I get it. It's cool. I am I listen to a lot of Drake. I listen to... Well, Drake's pretty much, like, my regular. And Childish Gambino, Chance the Rapper. Like, I'm very basic in my rap. But <laughs> Post Malone, something about it just... It makes me angry <laughs> when yeah. he's on the radio. Because his music is just, like, so... So-so. Like, there's nothing special about it and yet people are like post malone is just so great i just love him i'm like he looks like he hasn't showered in a week he (laughs) put a tattoo on his face if he were black and like looked like that people would have all the things to say about him but he can do this i just i am not a fan and it's not for a good reason he might be the nicest guy I don't care. I am very much over Post Malone. Please give us a new rapper of the year. I I can't. Have you listened to his new album? No, and that's what started it. It was because they announced it like, oh, Post Malone's releasing a new album. Like, sweet Jesus, he just released music. Like, we cannot escape this man's music. Facts. That is very true. Oh. Yeah. And he, rant. And rant. End scene. He... <laughs> So he, I don't know, have you seen that video where he went to Olive, he took Jimmy Fallon to Olive Garden? No, but I'm sure it was hilarious. That was super funny. That kind of like made him come off as, you know, funny and endearing, whatever. But, um, you know, hot off his new album release, he went back on the show and they went to like, I can't remember what it was. It was like some sort of castle themed thing. I don't know. It looked oh, okay. It looked weird. Like a medieval castle? Yes. Um, hold on. Uh, oh. I wonder if they went to like it? medieval times. Or... I, that was what it was. It was medieval times, oh, I think. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yes. The two of them went to medieval times and Jimmy had this awful like hat with like a feather plume in it. <laughs> <laughs> but he wore. So he was leaning in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh so you know. I'll check that out. I'm sure it'll be funny, but I'm with you. His music's just kind of doesn't do much for me. Mm-mm. He's coming to the mm-hmm. Pepsi Center in Denver, I think, this fall. Chance the Rappers tour just got pushed back. Got an email about that. He's not coming until the spring because 
Um, he had a baby. He had a baby, which is nice. Approve. Approve that decision. Take care of your family first. So, uh, yeah. Now, in terms of rappers, all we have in the fall, I think, is uh, Post Malone. Oh, I'm sure he's a nice man, but oh, they need to too much. We're getting too much Post Malone in such a short amount of time. Yes, it really is being injected into our veins. I didn't ask for it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well. Well, fortunately, the the fall's still kind of young. Some other rapper could come up on the scene out of nowhere off of YouTube. Yeah, or we'll see. However, kids these days are becoming rappers. I just truly don't know. Yeah, pour one out for Post Malone's new album, and also pour one out for Tate Frazier, who is the co-host of our favorite podcast, One Shining Podcast from The Ringer. Yes. He announced that he's leaving The Ringer, and not just announced it. He said that today is my last day at The Ringer on Twitter. No, like, this is my two weeks notice. Obviously, he gave me two weeks notice. But to people who listen to the podcast, it was just like, mic drop, I'm out. Oh, it still yeah. makes me upset, honestly. I feel like I'm, I'm coming off kind of sad today, and I'm definitely still still sad Aww. about this. <laughs> it, it's really sad. So, Tate Frazier, um, like, I think he let people know that he was leaving The Ringer like last week um but it, like as we follow so one shining podcast is about college basketball so in the same vein as what we talk about except we're not to that time of year yet um and so yeah it's how are we gonna listen to him talk about the Tar Heels all the time I don't know I'm really gonna miss his coach K impressions uh same <laughs> if you have not listened to one shining podcast do yourself a favor you could go back honestly i would start with uh the couple episodes that they did about sean miller when yes supposedly there was a tape of him um allegedly, allegedly saying that he would pay a hundred thousand dollars for deandre Eaton. start with those episodes um you can honestly like even though it's not relevant anymore um, you could just listen to the episodes from there on out and just be super entertained. Um, definitely would recommend. For sure. And they talk about uh, all the bag dropping in college basketball. And then they even branched out and talked about the bag dropping that happened at uh, like USC with all of those like really rich people to getting their kids into USC. Yep, on the um, crew team. Yeah. Yeah, so. so definitely sad about that. I hope that they don't end the podcast and that there's a new co-host or something. I don't know if it really if it ends, I'm going to be distraught. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> You'll have to like drink some wine and eat some cheese. Yeah, definitely. What kind of wine have you been having lately? Um, so uh, a couple weeks ago I had like mentioned that canned wine and I was like, I don't know what it is, but I got it at, or I found it from Trader Joe's and it's called, um, simpler wines and it's just, they're so good. They're $5 for a four pack of the, you can get rosé or you can get Chardonnay or you can get this peach one and they're so good. Nice. And I, I sound like I drink too much wine, but like, they're just, they're delightful. If you're going out and you're, 
hanging out in the river or you're going hiking, whatever going you do. Yeah, going to the pool. Whatever suits your fancy, these canned wines are good. What are you drinking this week? Um, I got a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc called Hunky Dory. Ooh. Again, going back to me liking cute things, the label is really cute. There's a little boat on it. Oh. <laughs> Someone fishing. <laughs> so nice. Um, so that's what I'm having, and it's it's pretty good. That is so. I like that. That's so sweet. Uh, again, pairs great with those Trader Joe's lemon bars that I love. <laughs> I've already I bought a pack two days ago and I've already gone through one. And there's like they're tiny little squares, but still. No judgment. Trader Joe's hooks it up when it comes to the snacks and the desserts. They do. So good. Trader Joe's wants to sponsor this podcast. We'll take it. <laughs> we will we'll take payment in those lemon bars, but also all the snacks. <laughs> Drop a brown paper bag for us. Please do. Um, so unrelated to bags and kind of related to college football, but this is because it's Baylor. I'm, I want to talk about Baylor. Because um, okay. I had asked a friend um, who went to Baylor. As I live in Texas, I actually know people who went to Baylor and they're like proud that they went to Baylor. Um but I was like, hey, tell me how they're doing because I'm not going to take time to watch Baylor. Like, there's not really a situation where I'm like, yes, I'm going to set aside time to watch this football team. And my friend was like, yeah, I think they're going to be the dark horse of the Big 12 instead of Iowa State because Iowa State almost lost to Northern Iowa. So I just wanted to, like, talk to another person about their thoughts on um, – Baylor being the dark horse of the Big 12. How do you feel? Um, I mean, I think that's probably a hot take, but crazier things have happened. So I'm not not on board with that. All right. Okay. I just, there's something I wanted to throw out there. It didn't super fit with like when we were doing a recap because we weren't talking about Baylor's yeah. games, but I was like, I want to just know what another person is thinking. Anyways, tangent. Yeah. No, that's that's a, that's a fair point. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll revisit this later on and you will have called it from the start and maybe we'll revisit this and think, oof. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's true. The season is still very young. Shifting to professional football in the season being very young. Um, your fantasy football team is crushing it in the league we're in. Thank you. Uh, I feel very privileged because I was complaining to a couple of friends about how I didn't start Dak Prescott and he scored like 35 points. And they were like, stop complaining and da da da, whatever. And uh, so I feel very privileged, I guess. Uh, I also feel very fortunate because my first two picks were auto-drafted because I was watching Bachelor in Paradise and got so caught up in the drama that I forgot to start the draft. <laughs> so I feel very lucky with the team that I ended up with. But uh, yeah, it gets me excited for the season. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Usually my bench is scoring like six to nine points maybe and uh that was not the case this weekend so i'll take that 
Yeah. Again, that must be nice for you. Not only did your team score a lot of points and you're leading in our league, (laughs) you just made a lot of wise decisions in terms of your draft. Thank you. As we talked about, I drafted Baker Mayfield first. Oh, yeah. In my fantasy football draft. Pour one out for Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was very thankful I did not watch him play poorly or, like, any of it. I'm glad I didn't watch it. But, my goodness, I I looked at my points for my team and I was like, yikes. This is a hard time to be playing fantasy football. Did your bench score a lot of points? Uh, was it that kind of a deal where you were like, why did I start these people? Or in general, was it just kind of meh? In general, it was kind of meh. And I I just need to pay better attention to my players. And I, I definitely, last night was like, Baker can no longer start. Josh Allen starting, like, <laughs> can't have this. <laughs> it's got. I'm going to yeah. stay loyal to... Uh, my team, the Buffalo Bills, and start Josh Allen and hope that he also does better moving forward because he did not have a great game this weekend. Not terrible, not great. Yeah, he was just like average, which like Bills fans are used to. Yeah, very much so. They've, They've kind of just, I mean, the Bills have gotten like kind of better, but yeah, I know. In recent history, Bills fans are used to mediocrity. Speaking of mediocrity, do you have any uh, any thoughts to share on the dating landscape or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> I mean, that is very honest. Um, you know, so I was talking to a family member who's like, you're just so young. You don't you know, you don't need to be getting married or anything. And I'm like, that's true because like all I know are a bunch of scrubs. So yeah, I've got no real updates on the dating landscape of Austin. Like it's full of youths, but (laughs) I'm not trying to involve myself with them. I'm, I'm trying to like save for a house and get a dog. How about you? How's the dating landscape of Denver? Um, that's a very good question. One that I'm not really able to answer right now um which is fine honestly but um yeah definitely priority is a dog which is very basic to say but um, there's nothing wrong with being basic it's fine yeah now embrace it yeah, whatever right in. um ugh, just the thought of a puppy is like so nice yeah especially when you have a work schedule that allows it yeah so exactly so as you can tell our priorities are getting puppies yes uh but i did just have something kind of to bring to the table and get your thoughts on i guess so um it was something from bachelor in paradise of course um but this girl the guy she was kind of like dating whatever whatever they do in paradise um he threw this whole birthday thing for her at the beach and then they had a rose ceremony. He gave her a rose, which is like, I want you to stay. Mm-hmm. I want you to like be here with me and like see where things go. And then like five minutes after the rose ceremony, he has to talk to her and he told her that it's just not going to work out and he, she deserves better than him. And he's, you know, you'd be miserable with me. I'm a terrible boyfriend, whatever. 
and leaves on her birthday. Rude. <laughs> Just flips 180. So I was like, ah, that sounds about right. And then um, last night's episode, Monday night's episode, he comes. So, sorry. After he leaves, she meets someone else who comes onto the beach and they have a good connection, it seems like. And she seems to kind of be over the whole thing, whatever. And so then the scrub who dumped her on her birthday after like acting like he wanted to be with her comes back to say, oh, I made a mistake and um, I want you to leave paradise with me. This dude also lives in a van. He's unemployed. He had a really gross mustache when he was on the show and then he like shaved it before coming back to try and win her back. And I'm just like, what do you see in him? So she she agrees to leave with him and just leaves this like nice cute guy just like hanging. And it's just the classic story of like the girl who just like leaves everything that makes sense for something that doesn't make any sense. I want to know so many things. I want, like, none of that made sense why she would do that, which, I mean, you just said. So, I don't, what, what like, what was the incentive for her to, like, go be with I, this scrub? She just talked about how they have a really great connection or whatever. But, I don't know. I just think it's, like, a very classic storyline, like, that kind of stuff happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, plenty of people choose. It makes me wonder why, you know, why is that? Why do those things keep happening? I wonder if it's just because, like, our decision making is, like, impaired to an extent when it comes to that realm. Feelings. Yes. Yes, you wear these rose-colored glasses and you're just like, <laughs> this is all fine. And like yeah. your normal self would be like, no, nothing about this is fine. So I'm yeah. wondering if it, and then because they're like kind of in this heightened sense of emotions on that show, it even it makes even more sense in the moment to her to be like, yeah, I'm going to leave this cute guy for this scrub because I have a connection with the scrub, but like really you don't, you just think you do. And you're like in this like situation where you're like kind of stressed also making bad decisions Totally. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I feel like people make very similar decisions in their daily life. I don't know. I feel like there's a whole bigger psychology discussion behind it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting and I feel like we've all been there. Yes. Not in such a dramatic way, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. If anyone can explain why people make bad decisions when it comes to dating, please let us know and we'll share it with everyone else. We're big on yeah. the sharing here. If you have the magic answer, please inform us. Yes. Anyways, do you have any personal plugs? This week, I do not. Okay. We had our gift sports drive that went really well. So uh, yes. we filled up like a 50 something foot truck with sports equipment to go to kids who can't afford sports equipment. So that was a nice, good, feel good thing from last weekend. Um, do you have any personal plugs? Just the usual go read the tailgate society. Um, you can find sports and corks 
pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, but tell your friends also to listen to this podcast. We would like more people who can provide input to be like, Hey, this is why people are crazy when they make decisions when dating. Like we would love to like have even more opinions. So tell a friend, tell your mom, we're mom approved. Um, (laughs) And you can all listen to this podcast like I said, Spotify, Google, iTunes, wherever. Um, and then if you're going to listen, which I hope you continue to listen, please subscribe, rate, and review. Like, we want to know if we're doing well. But if you're going to say something mean, we would prefer you to DM it to us so then we can ignore the DM. <laughs> <laughs> take that offline and we'll take your feedback into consideration. Yeah, we will take the feedback, but we're probably going to delete the message if it's really mean. We don't really want hateful yeah. mean things. <laughs> no. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Um, take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram story. Yes. Yes. With your favorite topic of the week or something. Um, and yes, rate, review, and subscribe. If you subscribe, then you'll automatically get a notification when a new episode comes out. So you don't even have to think about it. Yeah, you won't have to be paying attention to Twitter with all the mess on Twitter, which you should still follow us on Twitter <laughs> because we say when we have posted a new episode there. It's quite yeah. exciting. We'll start posting more stuff on there too. Yes. It's very, very new. Yes. So, uh, one other thing we're going to kind of add on to each episode is we haven't decided what we're going to call this segment yet, but we will decide on a nice name. And basically every week we'll talk about something uh, nice that's happening in sports. So kind of some sort of a community relations type program or story that's in the news. Uh, so do you want to share the one that you um, read about this week that was so nice? Yes. So the Minnesota Vikings um, have a space at the U.S. Bank Stadium for fans with autism, Down syndrome, post-traumatic stress disorder, and other conditions that um, they need to be in like a calm, quiet space. Um, I just think it's so awesome that like an organization is doing that. They're taking that step where they realize like not every fan – like fits a certain mold, like their fans are diverse and sometimes their needs are diverse when it comes to being in the environment of thousands of people in a stadium. Um, And so it's just, I don't know. It's so feel good that like they're, they're doing that. And like the Vikings aren't the only team that are doing this, like providing like a space for people to be in a calm area. Yeah. So the one thing the Vikings are doing is, uh, they have two licensed behavioral therapists on hand at their um, like sensory room at each game, which is super nice because those people are medical professionals who can kind of assist in those situations. And uh, other teams that have sensory rooms new this season are uh, the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Vikings, which you mentioned, and the Jaguars. Um, and it's just really a nice thing because – they're taking into consideration the fact that, you know, for families who have a child um, with autism or, you know, some other sort of uh, diagnosis that makes coming to a game challenging, you know, they're providing a way for the family to still come to the game and have it be a positive experience. And the rooms are all branded with the team stuff, which is really cute. Um, and it's just a really nice kind of inclusive thing that teams are doing. So... That is our 
nice little positive sports story of the week. And you can, if you just Google NFL uh, sensory rooms, you'll find tons of articles about it yeah. um, and all the specifics. So it's really nice. You should look into it. And if you have any suggestions for the name of this nice moment yes. in sports, like let us know. We'll yeah. take all options into consideration. Definitely. But do you have anything else for the week? I do not. Those are we we got through a lot of sports and a lot of sports are happening in the coming week. Um I don't know how much um, college football, how many upsets or anything big is going to happen, but that's the nice thing about college football. Wild stuff happens. So I'm just excited for the weekend. Thank you for listening and tell a friend. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.